man. So here it is. Okay, we start making money and we're like, yo, I'm making some money. People are paying us to do some things and it feels great. But then, but then we hit a wall because we're like, wait a second, I'm running out of time. I don't have enough time to pee. I don't, I just don't have enough time to do anything. I am <laughs> all day long. <laughs> you know, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I want to tell you this. Business can be easier. Business can be better. But it has to do with stacking the types of income that we focus on and growing in our business. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the three different types of income that every business should have. And more importantly, I'm going to break it down. What do they mean and how to get started in finding them? When we start to help people, so whether you have a, whether you are helping people in person in your city or helping people all over the world, either way, as a service-based business, you're really true to helping people actively, which produces our very first revenue type. It's called active income. Every business kind of, most business, I should say, start in this area, and it's super common. I don't care if you're a plumber. I don't care if you're a consultant, a lawyer. It doesn't matter. It's called active income, and active income means I'm actively going to do something, and you're going to pay me. Now, in this active income, what's true is that without us physically doing something for that person, in theory, we don't get paid. Now, every business should start here. And what's funny about this is that a lot of times when I'm keynoting somewhere in the world or I have someone who attends our live events, they say to me, but Tiffany, I want to get into passive income. I want to make money while I sleep. And I'm like, let's slow down, Bucky. Slow down. Slow down. Passive income is good, but you you have to have some things in place to get there. And you need to have the absolute strongest, sexiest, best way ever to build a great business. And I mean a great business. A great business for me means that the CEO is not choking for air. The CEO has able to build a team that they really enjoy working with. And the CEO has built a company that the employees and the team members have a place to grow. Because, you know, I haven't talked about that quite yet, but I'm, I'm going to highlight that in this episode because it's really important. So many companies I see, they're just thinking about, especially small businesses, like making under, I don't know, maybe like 30 million or so. You know what? Let me bring that number down. I'll bring that number down to 3 million. So, so many small businesses, they're the CEO is like, okay, we're just going to keep making money and we're just going to keep it tight and great here. But you have to also be thinking about the team that, that supports you. You want that, if you're a great CEO, for me, Tiffany Largie's standard is like, you got to care about the people who are working with you and you have to have a place for them to grow. And you have to have not just a place where they have fun and they feel appreciated, but you also have to have a place for them to grow into. And they can't grow unless your company grows and your company can't grow unless you are scaling. And you can only scale active income so much because active income has fixed margins. And those margins are tied to labor. So most labor-based businesses, like I think about a handful of my clients, like service-based businesses where there's a lot of labor involved and you're dealing with margins that are somewhere between 7 and 14%. Let me tell you, it's really hard to scale that business because the only way for you to grow is for you to hire more people. I mean, yeah, and that's great. But if we're the same, if we have the same level of profitability at 1 million as we do at 9 million, that's no bueno. 
That's not good, baby. As your revenue increases, you also want to be thinking about increasing your profitability. And you can't increase your profitability if you're 100% focused on just labor as your way of scaling. So active income basically says, I've gotten to a certain level of predictability in my lead generation. So for me, a company is ready to work on the second layer of, of revenue when they have a secured way to generate leads for their active income. So when you have a same predictable way, not hypothetical, not fingers crossed way to generate leads for your active income, for me, that's when you're ready. That's when you're crazy ready to work on your next type of revenue. Before we get to the next type of revenue, I want to say this. Not only do you want to actively be walking through you as a provider, but you also want to think to yourself, have you maxed out your team's ability to also provide the services under the actively revenued source? Okay, great. So this takes us to number two. So like every business really needs to be thinking about this. And it's so funny to me when clients come to work with us and or people come to work with us and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to go from active income. And I heard this idea my friend is doing. I opted into a webinar. I read this blog that said that I can. Passive income is last. Let me tell you the number one for me, most overlooked revenue opportunity in every business. And this right here is just gangbusters. And I mean, I believe wholeheartedly. It's a huge part of my growth in both hitting seven figures in the company that I sold a couple years ago and being able to sell that company. And even in the company that I run today, real talk, it's called leveraged income. So leveraged income is one of these magical places where, man, if you can just sit and think through it and think through its viability, like when I tell you that leveraged income is the most overlooked area for me, especially in service-based businesses, it's like it's nutsville. Leverage income basically says that I am going to take this product or service or and or I'm going to do one of two things. I'm going to sell more things. I'm going to sell one thing to more people and they experience it, do it, go through it at the same time. Or for me and my model and the way we grow and scale our clients' businesses is we then say, okay, great. Let's take your one client and increase the LTV, the lifetime value of the lead that you've generated. Let's increase the lifetime value of the actual client that has come in to work with you. Because man, oh man, if you, it's really simple. If I can get $10 out of that lead versus the $6 and I've increased my my revenue by 40% with no more effort which means my lead acquisition, what it costed me to acquire that lead and to fulfill that lead has gone down. I mean, that's just the truth in the matter. And then I make more money and then I'm happier. I can hire more people. I can do more things. You can go more. You can go to do the damn thing. Travel with me to Thailand. I mean, you can do a whole lot of things. Now, leverage income is often overlooked because we leave it by chance and leverage income is not one of those things that you want to leave by chance. If you, it becomes for me the actual foundation of a company. So active income is like the icing on the cake. Leverage income is the nuts and bolts. For me, this is how we pay our bills. This is how we hire. This is how we operate. 
So my active income for me fuels our growth, meaning like the dreaming that I'd like to do in a company or in my own company. The leverage income, it allows me to create the foundational, the operational parts because your leverage income should be predictable and proactive and month after month. And a lot of times it comes in the space of reoccurring revenue. Like as far as I'm concerned, any business who's not, any service-based business who's not building reoccurring revenue in their business, I'm literally like, stop, please stop. Stop. Life is too damn short. Life is too short and this shit is too hard. That's just the bottom line. It's too hard to be in business. And if you're constantly chasing a sale, if you're constantly chasing dollars, or if you are running millions, but your cash flow is just not there, like I tell you, I've had clients who are doing millions and millions of dollars and the CEO is taking home like $25,000 a year because cash flow is real. I don't care how much millions of dollars you're doing. I mean, we were doing multiple millions and shit. You know how many times I cried because I was like, I have payroll due in three days. Holy mother of Johnson. I have no clue how that's going to happen. That is that is truth talk. Reoccurring revenue and leverage income for me go hand in hand when I'm building a business. And they go hand in hand because they're both really easy to map out and to put in place, but they do take focus and they take time. And you want to do that so that you can create not just consistency and predictability in your business, but that you can build a foundation and strength for you to grow. Last but definitely not least is this is where passive income comes in. So passive income dictates that, you know what? Actually, before I go to passive income, let me give you some examples of what leverage income would look like and what actually each of the first two would look like. So active means I am, if I'm a consultant or I'm a plumber or I'm a chimney sweeper, we're going to physically come out to your house. We're going to sit with you for that period of time. We're going to sit with you for an hour. You trade us dollars. The other way of looking at that is that like for some of our clients, they pay monthly and then we deliver a certain set of goods or services for them and time every single month. Now, leveraged income might be like this. It might be that we like our we have a workshop or an event or maybe we have a program where multiple people can experience the same thing at the same time. Like let me tell you what have been really what would have been stupidly helpful for me if you're like a lawyer or an accountant listening to this. Like real talk if someone if there was a group of people if you could have brought me into your office like once a Friday for a quarter to educate me or to help me walk through our P&Ls and recategorize our books. Because man, I remember doing like seven, $800,000 and I was like, this general ledger is too long gone long and I don't even get it. And then we hired an accountant and the accountant was good, but the accountant and CPAs, they just want to do the work. And I as a CEO needed to understand and it took me so flipping long just to get it. I would have totally paid someone a couple hundred dollars a month or a week, a week, yeah, I would have to school me and help me get it together before I go and hand it off to a third-party person. Such and same for a lawyer or legal. Maybe me being a pool of people who I'm on retainer with. Like there's so many ways to do this. Maybe you have a workshop and you are really good at creating ads. Have 10 people come and create their ads with you in your office, but they're all paying you the $500 for the session, $500 times 10 people, that's five grand. You do that 10 times a year. You don't even have to do that 12 times a year. You do that five times a year. It's an extra $50,000. But maybe your products or services have a higher price point. And you're like, okay, I could sell that for $2,000. Man, $2,000 times 10 people. Whoa, what are we talking about right now? It's 20 grand. 
Mo, we do this 10 times a month. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, my goodness. We're like 200 grand in. You And you add another two months to this thing, you could be doing a quarter of a million dollars more just in you adding in a leveraged sale. But if the sale and the opportunity is not there, it won't be sold. And more importantly, it, you can't make money. So a workshop, a group, a live event, uh, those are easy, clean ways to create leveraged income in your business model. And if you don't have the physical space, man, you sh- if you're not in a brick and mortar office, that's okay. You can leverage other people's spaces. You can do other things in your city, your community. And if you're like, Tiffany, forget you. We're doing $10 million at home. I'm like, okay, no worries. Flip an A, open Zoom, open up a tool and do the same thing. Just do it virtually. Period. Just do it virtually. There has not been a service-based business model yet that I cannot find a way to build leveraged income into their model and increase their profitability because when we sell leveraged sale, we don't have the same amount of labor, which means instead of working with 7 to 12 or 7 to 20 percent margins or 7 to 14, which is real for a good service-based business, we're working with like 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, and my God, 60-some percent margin. Holy mother of Johnson. Like, don't ever, ever underestimate what 50% in margins on $250,000 could do to your bottom line. Like, don't play with that. I don't care how many millions of dollars you, you're doing. I don't care how much revenue you are or aren't doing. That would impact any business, period. So last but not least is passive income. Now, I want to be clear on what passive income is and what it's not. Passive income is literally, I am passively doing, I am passively have something in place and this passive thing I have in place then goes into actively connect with another person, but it's going to get them to buy and I don't actively or indirectly have to encourage them to make that purchase. So for some of you in your business, it might be as simple as you having a video that stays static and you're running an ad to it all day long, seven days a week. You have an automated webinar or an automated training or an automated video at the end of it. And then you have a buy button. You have something that I can buy. Now, that's one way of looking through this thing. The other way is that you have something that just stays static on your website. And maybe you're doing interviews, radio shows, like it doesn't matter, but you have something that stays static on your website. And with the thing that stays static on your website, I can just head to your website whenever I want and I can purchase. I can make a purchase. I can buy said item or product or service. And when I buy said product, item or service, I get to experience it. I get the transformation or the help. If you are a plumber, you could be selling checklists to your clients. You totally could be selling a guide on how to DIY something in my home. Hell, if you sell something for 10 bucks, like do the math with me. If you sell something for 10 bucks, and you have a thousand people head to your website over the course of a year. Like, are you flipping kidding me? That's 10 grand. You know what you could do with 10 grand? So let me tell you in my business model or for any business. So for passive income, for me, this is where I'm looking to feel fun. This is where I'm looking to fuel support for our team. This is where I'm looking to add on benefits. This is the money that I use to take our team on team retreats or to take them out of town, or to take them on trip. Like, we do a lot of things. Our team likes things. 
in the past, this would be me spending money on amazing nights out for a job well done. I took our entire team to Ruth Chris. Like I've just done so many cool things. And what's real is that you have to have cash to do that. And you don't want to shortchange anybody when you do do that. You want to be able to play the thing full out. And if you're not playing the thing full out, like if you're not, like if you don't have cash, you can't really do those kind of cool things. And it makes it tough to build a company. In addition to that, you also need money coming in for rainy days. You never know what's going to happen. You never know when you're going to get sick. And you don't want to leave this thing up to chance. And you don't want to be in a place where you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't work for the next 30 days. Ah. The other part of this is that you also need a place where you can pull from to start hiring. Hiring is something that you never want to forego or let go of. You want to sit in the middle of it and you want to have a cash reserve to do it that for me is not always tied to active. It's tied to a passive place. And the reason why is because you're the most profitable in this space. Now, let me set this expectation. For most passive income opportunities, it takes time, meaning you need to set it up. And it needs to be set up strong with either automated emails that follow it, automated information that gets sent to your customer or client, automated access to whatever it is. But man, once it's done, it's done. And once it's done, you're making money. And all we hear is cha-ching, cha-cha-cha-cha-ching. Okay, so inside of this, you have an opportunity. And more importantly, you can't sleep on this opportunity. And if you don't have these types of incomes mapped out in your business, baby, I'm telling you, like, right flipping now, please start it. Get it done. Get it done. Get it done. Because the faster you do, the better life will be, the easier it'll be for you to have, for you to enjoy your time as the CEO of this company. And more importantly, the more money you make. And the more money you make, the dope things that you can do. The dope things that you can do, the more people you can help. The more people you can help, the more you're doing the damn thing. Not just for yourself but for other people who are right around you. If you say to yourself, I just don't know how we would do this, I'm going to highly encourage you to come and consider just, not even just working with us, but tapping into saying, can we help you? Do we have anything useful to, to, to say or to help in this area? You would head to www.tiffanylargy.com backslash apply. Or I'm also going to highly encourage you to join one of our free communities called Do the Damn Thing Nation on Facebook or LinkedIn and to come and hang out with us because one thing's for sure, the faster you put these things in place, the better and more fun you will have on this journey. And if none of those work for you, please head to the Do the Damn Thing World Tour. I mean, that's really where the magic happens. And there is nothing more exciting than knowing exactly what you want, how to build what you want, and then how to get there. Man, have I told you how glad I am that you're here? Like, real talk, have I flipping told you how glad I am that you are here, you have listened? This is the part of the show where I say, go follow us, go find us, go follow us, go stalk us, but just make sure that we're connected. Head to do the damn thing.tv do the damn thing dot life or just go hang out on tiffanylargy.com. If we are not friends on Facebook, if you have not liked our Instagram page, go do that because you're going to want to see what we're doing, how we're doing and how we're doing the damn thing daily. <laughs> <laughs>